Welcome to the podcast from Church of the Nazarene. Please subscribe to this podcast for the latest updates and new episodes. And you can also search for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. We also invite you to join us each Sunday morning at 9 on our YouTube channel or Facebook Live. You can also join us in person at 9 or 1030 for our English services or 1145 for our Spanish service. We also invite you to join Celebrate Recovery every Monday night at 630. Thanks for listening. Hey, church family, I just want to tell you that you are in for a real treat this morning. We're going to hear from Crystal Eddings, who has been with us all weekend, giving us... Isn't she the best? I told you guys she was the best. I told you that. And so, church family, you are just going to get like a little bit of a sneak peek of what we've been diving into this weekend. And we've talked about the way. We've talked about how what we consume in the world around us impacts who we are how we point ourselves towards Jesus and surrender ourselves to him to find wholeness in him, wholeness and healing and completeness in our Lord. So that is what we're picking up. That's what we're going to be talking about this morning through the word together. Um, So God, we just, we know you're here, but we um, want to set our intention. Um, And our intention is to meet with you in this place. So God, we welcome you, not just into this room, but into who we are as we worship you. So I pray now that as we continue in worship, that we would worship you with everything that we are, that we would worship you with our whole selves, even if we're tired, even if it's been a long weekend, that we would just give you the rest of what we have. And God, I pray that you would speak to us as Crystal comes in a few minutes, speak to us in a new and fresh and powerful way. And God, we give you the rest of our time in Winter Retreat 2020 trusting that you will be with us. Um, God, we love you. In your name, amen. Amen. Well, what's up, Virginia? How y'all feeling? Now, your neighbor, make sure they're awake. Don't let them fall asleep this morning for those of you who went to bed at 4 a.m. Well, it is an honor and a privilege to be here with you all this morning. Um, I just want to take a second and honor the leaders of this house, of this district, um, and just thank them. Can we honor Pastor Olivia and Pastor Chris? Thank you, guys. Uh, Pastor Adrian, uh, wherever you are, I don't know. Over there, there he is, on the same thing. I just honor you, thank you, and your wife. Uh, Y'all have an amazing house, an amazing church, um, and thank you for letting me be here with you all today. Um, And the district superintendent, I believe, is, there he is, he's waving at me. Dr. Phil, I just, can we just thank and honor our leader, your leader of this district. Thank you uh, for all that you do. Um, Virginia, y'all are amazing. Thank you for having me. Speaking of honor, I'm really going to try and honor time, so... Pray with me. Here we go. Um, We've been journeying through Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Students, you know what to do. Help me out here. Here's where we've been. This is what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your And lean not on your own. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your Beautiful. So God, we just pray that you would be with us this morning. Would you open up our minds, our hearts, our ears to hear what it is that you have to say to us. Amen. Amen. I shared with the students on Friday that uh, I grew up in the Nazarene Church over in the Philadelphia district. And um, 
I joke and say, I'm so Nazarene that I have my Eagle Scout for the Nazarene Church, which is the Phineas F. Brzee Award. Anybody know what caravan is? Anybody? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. I, yeah, in the back. Yes. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And the motto on your, like, graduation Eagle Scout Sunday in front of the church, you have to state this verse in front of everybody. I remember it like it was yesterday, clearly. Uh, and we get up there in our little badges and our sashes, and we state this verse in front of the church, and we live this as our motto. And so um, we've been journeying through and breaking down this verse the last couple days. First day, we spoke about trusting in the Lord with all of our heart. Yesterday, we really focused in on leaning not on our own understanding, but having the mind of Christ and leaning on him. And today, this morning, we're going to dive into that last part that says, in all our ways, some versions say, in all that we do, in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will make our path straight. In this verse is the essence of who we are depends on our response to this verse as Christians. If we know God, if we acknowledge who he is, some versions of the word says submit. We don't really like that word sometimes. But if we submit, if we, if we acknowledge who God is, who he is, what he can do, he will guide us and teach us. That's true discipleship. This verse is true discipleship. So we're going to break this down into two parts. First, got to acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. So we've been in John chapter 14, where Jesus is telling his disciples, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No one can get to the Father except through me. And we've been looking at sweet old Thomas and how, you know, he's like, Lord, how do we know the way? If we don't know the destination, if we don't know the destination, we can't know the way. And he's leaning on his understanding. I want to take a look at good old Philip. After Jesus answered and said, I am the way, the truth, the life, Philip responds, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough. And Jesus is like, but Philip, my friend, don't you know? Do you not understand by now? Have you not acknowledged the fact of what I've been telling you all this time that I am the Father, the Father is me, and if you really knew me, you would know the Father in heaven. Jesus told the disciples, he gave them the key. If you only recognize me, you would know the Father. You would really believe his power, his capabilities. You would really believe he is capable of miracles, that through Jesus, he can do it. But we try to take matters into our own hands. We try to make sense of it all on our human understanding instead of just focusing on knowing God. And so today, here's the title of the message. If you're a note taker, oh, my kiddos who got their notes, where are my note takers at? Yep, I see you. Here's the title of today's message, The Path to Death. To know God, to acknowledge him, we have to die to self. The idol of self, oh, this is fun. We love this. Idols, what are idols? Idols are things that we put in our life before God. 
What we spend our time on. Students, we talked about this night one. What we spend our time on, where we pour our energy out. The things that we spend before the Lord. And we live in such a world that's so selfish. It's all about me, what I want, my next promotion, my dreams, my agenda, my vision. And we rely on our own strength to get us to the next level. We rely on our own strength to get to the next position. And we end up striving and we're in misery and anxiety and doubt. And it's messy. So how do we destroy the idol of self? Mark 8 34 says this, Jesus says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Christianity in our faith should not be based on the fancy lights or the amazing uh, service flow or incredible worship or a great speaker, but our faith should be based on our level of self-denial. We pray, oh, Lord, let your kingdom come. But his kingdom can't come until our kingdom goes. I just got married three months ago, uh, this past Monday. And uh, I'm learning a new level of self-denial. All the married people in in here said amen. I've waited 30 years to use that in a sermon illustration. (laughs) I'm married now and I can use that. But my goodness, I am learning a whole new level that my kingdom has got to go and to let and allow God's kingdom to overflow. If we don't deny ourselves daily, like Jesus told us, you have to do this daily. On Friday night, we talked about healthy daily disciplines, daily habits. And if we don't deny ourselves daily, we won't truly know God. To be a disciple, it's not merely to learn from a teacher. Oh, to learn from God, that makes me a good disciple. But it's to share your whole life with them without reservation. What does that mean? It means that we're walking with God. You're up, champ. Walking with God. Give a hand for Olivia, because she's going to help me here. I just realized this blanket is gonna make my hair a whole static mess, yeah. It's okay. But how do we be a true disciple and deny ourselves we walk with God? My lovely friend Olivia is gonna be God this morning, okay? Don't let that get to your head, okay. Walking with God will destroy the idol of self. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God. He knew God, he acknowledged God, he submitted his ways to God, so much so that the Bible says he disappeared. Now we know he was taken up to heaven, but I wanna know God like Enoch, so much so that I disappear. I wanna walk with God. Walk, you don't have to go under your God. I go under, you stay out. Oh, I misunderstood. No, it's okay. This is service number one we're practicing, okay. We didn't practice this. my fault. We will. (laughs) Try it! I want to, we're good. I want to walk with God. I want to be so wrapped up in God. 
God that I disappear and that nobody sees me, but they see God in me. They see the reflection of who God is in me. To be wrapped up in God means I am denying myself. It's good, isn't it? We'll get a new blanket next time. Stay wrapped up in me. I'm gonna stay wrapped. I wanna be so deeply, I wanna know God so deeply. I wanna be such a true disciple of him that everywhere that I walk, I disappear. I don't want people to see me. I want them to see Jesus in me. I want my identity to disappear. When I'm walking with God every day, when I'm walking, keep walking with me, yeah, we're gonna walk. When I'm walking with him, I disappear because it's no longer my identity. My identity is in the creator. My hair's gonna get staticky again. Give it up for Olivia. Thank you. When you know God, you want what he wants. Your desires become his desires. Some of us thought we knew God, but in 2023, you're about to know God like you've never known him before. You're gonna be so wrapped up in him. Your devotional time is gonna change. The time that you spend in his presence will increase and you're gonna begin to disappear because you're acknowledging who he is and you become less and he becomes way more. And people don't begin to see you in your workplace or when you go pick up your coffee. They begin to see that you are different. They begin to see something is different about this person. Why are they so joyful? Why are, and I know they're going through it and they still got a smile on their face. I don't understand this because you have disappeared and you know and you submit to God. I wanna know God like that. We die to ourselves in his presence. David, the psalmist, didn't write visit his presence. He said dwell in his presence. It's not just show up and ask God and knock on his door when you need something, right? It's dwell there, live there, stay at his feet always. And what will happen, the second part of this verse? He will make your path straight. He will make your path straight. Oh God, would our kingdom go away so that yours can overflow in us? Making our path straight. Second part. This is more than just guidance. I feel like I've read this verse for so many years. Like, he will make my path straight. He'll tell me what I'm called to. He'll tell me what my job is. He'll do all this. But it's more than that. It's a way of life. If we know God so deeply that we disappear, he's going to be teaching us how to live our life. When we dwell with God, when we know God, he will remove obstacles from our path and he will make a smooth way of life. We don't even have to think about it. And I love that it says he will make your path straight. Not if he feels like it. On some days, he will. That's a promise. He will make your path straight. He will give you everything that you need to live your life. He will show you how to love that person that you really just want to punch in the face when you go to work in the morning. He will give you the grace to honor your father and mother when they ask you to take the trash out the first time, not the 20th time. And all the parents said, amen. Well, what if trials arise, Crystal? 
Well, if you know God, if you trust in the Lord with all your heart, if you don't lean on your understanding to make sense of it all, if you trust and acknowledge, and if you know him, he's going to make your path smooth. Those of you who, who've been through it, you've been through the fire, you've gone through some heartbreak, you've gone through some loss, and you have a peace and a joy that's unexplainable, you know that that is trust in the Lord. That's knowing God. I shared with the students uh, last night that when I was 13, uh, my parents got a divorce. It was really messy. It happened in the church. And I chose, because of therapy and Jesus, amen, my mom pushing me, making me go to therapy, amen, great parents. Because of that, I chose to lean not on my own understanding, but to lean on the truth of God's word. To trust in the Lord that he is the way, that his truth will guide my life. So how do we cultivate a path to death? I told y'all, I like to give you some tools that you can take home with you. So grab those notes again. We're going to write some things down. How do we cultivate a path to death? How do we die to ourselves? How do we make all this happen? Number one. Go home and grow. How do I cultivate a path to death? Go home and grow. Hide yourself in God. Don't worry about the next promotion. Don't worry about when am I going to get the thing, the promise that God said to me 20 years ago. Don't worry about that. Don't strive to get there yourself. Go home and hide yourself and learn from God. Jesus is the best example of this. He hid for 30 years to learn and to grow before he did one single miracle, before he released any kind of healing. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go home and I want you to develop a no God plan, K-N-O-W. Go home and develop your no God plan. How do I know him better? Make a schedule, listen, I need structure in my life. Anybody out here need structure, amen. I need structure in my life. So if I don't have like a schedule, it's not gonna get, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And I'm gonna forget, I'm like, oh, it's 10 o'clock at night and I didn't spend time in the word. Oops. Go home and develop your no God plan. When are you spending time with him? Who are the people in your life? Which brings me to, not yet, no, not, not yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm really excited about the second one, if you can't tell. Develop your no God plan. Create that time. Maybe you want to read the Bible in a year. Make that your no God plan. I'm going to commit to doing this. Maybe you're going to pick a plan from the Bible app and go through that. Maybe you're going to pick a space in your house I shared it with our students. I made a space before I was married in my bigger apartment. I had a, a space in my room with a little round carpet, and I made that my altar. I made that the space that I was like, this is where I will be in the presence of God. And it changed my atmosphere. Go home and find a way to change your atmosphere. Know God so deeply because it will change your atmosphere, but you have the power to change your atmosphere. Nobody gonna do it for you. Number two, how do you cultivate a path to death? Find strong community. 
This is so good. I love this one. Find strong community. You cannot do this alone. We can't walk this motto of life of trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Know him. He'll make your path straight. It's hard to do that alone because we're human and we go through it and we forget sometimes. Like the disciples, they're like, uh, who's God? And Jesus is like, bruh, how long? How long is it going to take you to understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? So find strong community. Nothing can grow if it's outside of the word of God. When you have the right voices in your life, students, write this down. When you have the right voices, you make the right choices. Hmm. Go to youth group consistently. Find community. Don't, this weekend is awesome. This can't sustain you for too long. You can't rely on this weekend to get you through a whole nother year. You need community. Commit. Part of your know God plan should be to find community, to go to youth group consistently, to get a mentor who has permission and access into your life. And you can't disciple others. Like, I want to be a teacher. I want to, I want to pastor. I want to be. We can't disciple others if you're not discipled. Don't try to get there on your own. Give somebody full permission. My life changed when I got a mentor and I gave them full permission to call me out and keep it a buck with me. Like, Crystal, you're wrong. I'm like, oh, that hurts a little bit. But I needed that. We need that. We need, no matter what age we are, we need somebody who has full permission to keep us in check. Number three, serve. Serve. How do we cultivate a path to death? How do we deny ourselves? If you want to know the greatest way to become less, serve in the house of God. Serve. If you're a student in this room and you're not serving in your local church, go home and ask your pastor, how can I serve? If you're from this church and you're not serving yet, I want to encourage you, go find a pastor and ask, how can I serve? Jesus came to this earth to serve, not to be served. And he the king. Serving teaches us how to submit. Oh, I don't like that word, submit. <laughs> Serving teaches us how to submit. We're learning from somebody. We're kept accountable. We become less. We grow. We die to self. Serving takes the focus off of us and our problems and points people to Jesus. And that is our call in life, to point people to Jesus, to make him known. So how do we go home and grow? Go home and find community. Be consistent, friends. Go to youth group. Find an adult to pour into your life. Adults, find somebody to pour into your life. Join a small group. Join, y'all just talked about it today. I'm helping them. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't they, she'll give me my $20 later for this. But join a small group. Life is better together, y'all, and serve. 
I believe that if we focus on the, if you focus on these three things this year, as you go home and grow, you begin to know God deeper, where you disappear. You become less and he becomes more. I believe that these three things will kickstart a new level of faith in your life. I believe that the path to death means that I know God deeply, I can trust him, I can lean on him in all situations, and he will give me strength. Not he'll think about it. If I've passed all the tests, he will give me the strength. When I am the deepest, darkest hole of depression, when I am in the deepest, darkest hole of sadness and heartbreak, when I'm waiting for breakthrough, he is in it with me. And he will give me the strength. He will give me everything that I need. He will lead me on the right way of life. So how do I know if I'm dying to self? How do I, how do I measure that? Well, do you bear fruit? What does that mean? I want you to look at your life and assess, am I bearing fruit? Do I truly love people the way that Jesus came and loved people? Or do I only love people that look like me, vote like me, dress like me, believe like me? The last time I checked, Jesus ate with the most outcast people in his culture. But we get scared and we back off and we don't even acknowledge their existence. But if we're bearing fruit, we're truly loving people like Jesus without judgment. Do you bear fruit? Do you have joy? Do you choose joy instead of being a negative Nancy? Do you carry chaos or peace when you walk into a room? Do you have patience with your kids, with your boss, with your spouse? Are you kind and gentle? How do you react towards people? That's kindness, that's gentleness. How's your self-control? How's your time on Netflix? How's your time scrolling on social media? Do we have self-control of what? The words that are coming out of our mouth. The actions that we portray. Do you bear fruit? How do I know if I'm walking this life? How do I know if I'm deeply rooted in Jesus? How do I know? How can I tell? Do you bear fruit? Because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. And if I'm not bearing those things, I'm not walking that straight path. Because that's the life he's guiding us to live, is to be like him. And I want to know God. That all I do is bleed all of this stuff. That people don't see me. That they see God. That they see Jesus. That they see the way, this love that is unexplainable. That they see a peace that is you can't even understand. That they see joy in this situation. I, I went through a very difficult season growing up in my teenage years because I didn't have a dad in my life. And I had so much joy. I'm an extrovert, if you didn't catch on. And I had so much joy still. And I remember one of my friends in high school, he was like, Crystal, never let anybody steal your joy because it is the light in this world. 
And it spoke to me that this is a gift that I can give. This is something that I can use for his glory in the sense of I have joy even in the midst of going through some really dark times with my family. I still chose joy because I know God. I know how great he is. I've seen him do it before, and I know he will do it again because I trust his truth. I don't trust my own understanding. So this morning, I want to I wanna invite you to assess the situation in your heart, in your mind. Some of you are going to know God deeper in 2023. And maybe you're in this room and you're like, I want to know God deeper. I want to bear fruit. I want to know him and I want him to teach me how to bear that fruit. I want him to make that path of life clear for me. I want to learn from him. I want to sit at his feet and just feel his presence just fill me every single day. I want to know God so much that I disappear. If that's you this morning, I just want you, every head bowed, every eye closed, if you want to know God deeper this year, I just want to pray over you that he would give you that fire. I just want to, I just want to pray over you, adult or student, it don't matter who you are in this room, we all need to know God. We all need help living like Jesus, don't I know it? We all need help to have patience with our spouse. Hello. We all need help to honor our father and mother more. We all need more Jesus. And so this morning, if you just want to know him on a new level this year, if you want to die to self, I would like to pray over you. So would you just raise your hand? If you're like, Crystal, I want to know God more. I want to know him deeper. I want to bear fruit. I want to be a living, walking example, reflection of Jesus. So God, I just pray over all of these hands in this room. Oh God, we just give you praise and glory. We exalt your name. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for what you have done for us. God, we just, in this moment, I just pray that you would help us trust you with our whole heart. God, that you would help us not lean on our own understanding but that we would know you deeper. God, I pray for a fire within us that we have never experienced before. God, I pray for encounters with you in 2023 that will shift atmospheres, that will shift families, that will restore homes. God, we pray that your spirit would come and fall in this place. God, would your kingdom come and our kingdom goes. God, would your kingdom come here in Harrisonburg, Virginia? Would your kingdom come here on the Virginia district? And God, would it start in us? God, would you remove everything that is not of you from our life? Would you teach us to grow? Would you help us find community and teach us to serve like you? God, we give it to you. I just pray, God, for strength, for courage, for wisdom. God, I pray for victories over families in 2023. I pray for restoration in the name of Jesus. And I pray that we would know you like we have never known before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. 
Go ahead and subscribe to our channel for updates and new episodes. And if you have any questions about our church or ministries, go ahead and email us at info at cotnaz.org.